One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that I figured why we fool around so little And we keep track of time Being so serious, idiots Thinking it will matter, keep me company downtown Before the clock runs out You know the words Sun is shining but the rain is welcome too Friends are nearby, Come don't on, let me hear you feel Time is not on my mind but then it's you Okay oh. Megano, guys, you're not going to believe this. It is the season finale. No, but seriously, what the actual fudge sticks. I cannot believe I have completed two full seasons of my very own podcast. What the hell? And, and another milestone has almost been reached in three days time. That's three days time. I can't say it properly. Um, it'll be my one year anniversary of roller coasting. Wow! They grow up so fast. No, but seriously, how have I had a podcast for a year? That has been like I have blinked my eyes and a year has passed. I, I simply cannot believe it. But the dates do not lie. Let's start off by me just being a big old sop because that's what I do best. I'm a soppy sopperson. Forget mopping the floor. Let's sop the floor with me. Um, <coughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. And show Megano style. There has to be. <gasps> oh, there we go. Whoop. There it is. Um, and true. Soppy Megano style. I am 
no word of a lie, no exaggeration, not pulling anyone's arm here. I'm absolutely blown away by the love and support Rollercoaster has brought me. Meeting you guys out and about, like seeing a beep, beep, beep into anyone. No, I'm not a car. I'm not a Transformer. Although, was Megan Fox in Transformers? Megan, similar, you know what I mean? Um, but when I like bump into you as in like town, when I'm out shopping, on a night out, festivals, whatever it may be, roller coasting is always what you guys mention to me. And I'm just like, ah! and sorry, shut the front door here. This is absolutely nuts. So Spotify wrapped just came out. Mings mortifying. I really should keep it to myself. I don't know why I share it, but it's that bad that I feel like it's less embarrassing that I just come out and say it. Because what if someone like stumbled across it by accident or something? My Spotify wrapped up this year. Number one was Lewis Capaldi. Say being through a breakup without saying you're being through a breakup. I am in. Listen to this. Now, I tried to explain this to Nadine and Molly. I don't actually really know what this means. Maybe one of you listeners will understand. But I am in the top 0.01% of Lewis Capaldi listeners. So what I think that means is I am in this teeny, 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 tiny little group of people who listen to Lewis Capaldi more than anyone else in the world does. So that's quite the achievement. Number two, I believe, was Miley Cyrus. I'm not ashamed about that. She is my fucking hero. Number three <laughs> was Hannah Montana. Now, <laughs> I can't decide if I'm embarrassed by that or not. I think it's kind of iconic. Like, I, Megana Welsh, I'm single. Oh, the doctor's phoning me BRB. Sorry, got to take this. Hiya, sorry, I'm back in the room. Yeah, I, Megan Welsh, I must be single-handedly keeping Hannah Montana in the charts 10 years... No, was it 10 years later or was it like 16 years later or something? Oh my God, I'm clearly not as much a Hannah Montana fan as I thought I was if I don't know how long it's been since the first episode came out. But it's been quite a substantial amount of time and I doubt that many people are still listening to the album. But anyway, that's me. Number four was Justin Bieber, obviously. Number five was Little Mix. Um, so yeah, you definitely could mistake my wrapped up for like a 12-year-old wrapped up, but that was that. But, sorry, the less embarrassing part of Wrapped Up for me was seeing my my name, Megan Welsh, rollercoasting on people's Wrapped Up. That is literally the craziest thing ever. Like, there is no words to explain how shocked and in disbelief I was to see that. Like, my wee name on people's Spotify Wrapped Up, like, that is just, like utterly mind blown and I cannot thank you enough like that is just like oh it's the craziest shit ever and it was the biggest smile on my face like if you could hear a smile you'd hear my smile right now and also how cute is this so at the start of the year I always write down like goals and shit I'm sure we all do that do we actually see them through nah not really but this one this one I've seen through so I wrote down in my planner I wanted to have 100,000 streams by the end of the year. So I wanted roller roller coasting to have 100,000 streams by the end of the year. And 
the results are in on Spotify alone because I'm a Spotify user I'm sorry to the Apple Musicers out there the Googles or whatever that else is out there Rollercoaster is available on all those platforms for you but I actually only check in on the Spotify one so on Spotify alone Rollercoaster has had live update right now oh wait sorry I got that wrong <laughs> the results are in that's who being Dermot O'Leary in X Factor. But anyway, rollercoaster alone this year, well, in my year of podcasting, has had, I don't even know how you say this number, 219,476 streams. Ah! Oops. Ah! Sorry, I screamed into the microphone so much. It basically told me to shut up. But what the hell? What the hell? That is so mind-boggling to me. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Oh, honestly, although my podcast like isn't my job, I literally earn zero pence from this. It genuinely makes me feel so connected with all of you and just genuinely warm and fuzzy inside so thank you times 100 billion bazillion gazillion trillion honestly this means the absolute world <clears throat> so enough with the the soppiness time to move on to the actual episode itself the actual finale and I thought with this being the last episode of the season it would need to be a kind of roundup. so I cast my mind back to the beginning of season two which was June this year and realized a lot has changed it's really been quite the year. So today I'm going to jump down memory lane and discuss bits and bobs that have changed and what I have learned along the way. And the message for this episode, guys, is change can be really, really scary. It can be absolutely petrifying, but sometimes it's necessary. Okay, let's go. So, casting my mind back to the start of the season, I had just been on my first ever paid brand trip and I was also about to bring out my first ever influencer collection with Neon Beach. That was wild. Like, those are two really, really big things and I would say that that was my most successful month to date, like, since then, I have not done anything any better than that, in my opinion, which is actually a tiny bit sad because at the time, I don't think, actually, I know that I didn't realise just how well I was actually doing. Honestly, at that particular time in my life, I was my own worst enemy. Like, I set my standards ridiculously high for myself. Like, do you know what's funny? I have extremely, extremely, extremely high, or had, sorry, let's do past tense, had I've always had extremely high standards for me, but like not so much other people around me, if that makes sense. Not in like a bad way, but like, I don't know, I've just always put this like immense pressure on myself. Um, and I actually remember when my edit came out, which by the way, was fucking amazing. Like it was so, so me. It was executed to an absolute T. It was fantastic, fantastic work. When that came out, 
I was so disheartened because not every Tom, Dick and Harry was out buying them because let's be serious, who actually buys neon lights? It's quite a niche market. I am in that market because I've got neon lights shining out my eardrums, but not everybody is into neon lights. So it's no surprise that not everyone was buying them, but I was really upset by it and I felt like a pure failure, which is nuts because Megan you had your own collection with a company like that is unbelievable it's such an achievement and I just wasn't seeing it at the time so sticking with that time frame we're in we're in the midst of summer we're balls deep into summer the next thing I did was go to Ibiza with the girls a full week in my favorite place on earth with not a care in the world I genuinely adored this holiday like every last second of it I think I went on about it for honestly about two months so you probably do understand how much I loved it but just in case you don't I l-o-v-e-d this holiday like loved it loved it loved it could not be happier happy as Larry could not be happier and I don't think I realized at the time why like I mean, I'm sure most of us who go on holiday enjoy it. Like, it's the sole purpose we go away. We don't go away to have a shit time. We all go with the hope of enjoying ourselves. And I'm sure for the most part, we normally do enjoy ourselves. But I don't think I realised that there was potentially a deeper reason that I loved this holiday so, so much. And now looking back, I think I really was escaping from anything I was struggling with back home and when I say struggling I want to be clear that I do have an amazing life I truly truly do and for the most part always have done but it's so important to remember that everybody's got something going on whether or not you can see it whether or not to the naked eye it looks like someone has something going on they most likely do and I definitely did at this particular time Coming home is when things got a wee bit rocky or when things started to get quite rocky, I would say. Obviously, it's it's no denying we won't beat around the bush that Ibiza Blues probably do play a part, but I was seriously struggling to like face reality again, which I'm aware, again, it probably sounds so silly because my reality on paper is fucking balls. I have my dream job, unbelievable friends, unreal family. At the time I had a boyfriend, like genuinely what is not to love? Like that sounds like a fantastic reality to have. But I would definitely say when I got home, I just knew like when the dust settled and when the case was unpacked and when the tan had faded, I just knew that I wasn't feeling as happy as I should be but I really struggled to put my finger on what the cause was and what was the reason is it because I don't live full-time in Ibiza or is there something deeper to this continuing on through summer I probably did not help myself much I never really like stopped and tried to tackle the things I was struggling with in my head and instead I just acted like any 
and their 20 year old would do I went out every single weekend I took it too far every single weekend that summer there I rinsed Ibiza I went as much as I possibly could because I was in a fortunate position where I could afford to go a wee bit more than I probably normally would I definitely went out and I think just like and don't get me wrong I'd go out and have the time of my life like I enjoyed all these nights out I enjoyed all these holidays but I think I was definitely out trying to maybe push aside the real life problems it maybe bugged me a wee bit more Monday to Friday and then at the weekend I was like woo things are good so the next kind of um monumental part of the season would be the terrible travels episode who remembers that hate to bring this up because what a bleak time that was but to you guys it probably seemed like and I'm so aware of how it looks it looks like I went on this really bougie amazing holiday with my management which I did for six days Tybitha filming a tv show then I flew from there over to Malta for another five days I was with all my best friends I went to a festival it was the best time ever and then I came home and yeah I lost my suitcase but Megan it's not that big a deal whereas I was fully on all forms of social media like TikTok, Instagram, podcast, YouTube no social media platform was left safe I was coming on here acting like my world was crumbling because of how bad this travelling experience was and the suitcase experience. So I'm aware that I probably came across as a bit of a wanker. Like I will 100% own up to that. Looking back, I do, I do look like a complete wanker. I definitely do. However, look at me using all of my words. You can tell I've got an in higher English. Um... What I was not letting on to to anyone, like not even myself, was I was actually hitting rock bottom. So I went to Ibiza, I had the best time ever for my management, genuinely like probably best holiday I'll ever be on in my life. Then I went to Malta and that is just where I started to break down. Um... Malta should have been like the best time ever. I was with all my friends. It was literally in this like massive, mahesive Airbnb, like something you'd see on sale and sunset. We went to the, a really, really good festival. But I, from the minute I got there, I was just like, I am not okay. I am not feeling myself. I am not feeling happy. Something is brewing and that's the only way I could explain it. So then when it was time to come home from Malta, not to dig up the past, but it took me like 38 hours to get home when it should have took me four. It was a really stressful time. I hadn't washed in like two freaking days. I was stinking. I'm surprised I didn't have flies in my hair. Then my suitcase got lost for seven weeks things just weren't very good like that situation is pretty shit right it is shit it's not the end of the world but it is shit and it's a major major inconvenience so I think when I got home and that happened I definitely hit rock bottom when I got home like I have never felt as low as I felt then which is kind of surprising because I've definitely been in much worse like life circumstances 
and I've never felt as bad as I did at this point. So I felt absolutely terrible. But I think it was easier for me to blame (laughs) British Airways and my missing suitcase for all of my troubles. It seemed much easier to come on my stories and be like I am a fucking mess because I've lost my suitcase and I'm really upset because it's got a lot of sentimental things in there and it's a lot of monetary value in there monetary monetary value isn't everything but it is it is annoying granted it was much easier for me to do that than for me to sit myself down or talk to my family talk to my friends talk to somebody and say actually I think something deeper is wrong. I think I am mentally struggling right now. Side note, actually sorry to anyone who witnessed my online feud with British Airways. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. I had a public online feud with British Airways I mean I even took it to Twitter who even uses Twitter anymore Uh, sorry just because I don't use Twitter I'm acting like we as a nation don't use Twitter but I used Twitter during this period I was having online battles with British Airways I still stand by that they are a wee bit of a shambles when it comes to customer service I will say that but the online feud was not necessary that's quite embarrassing looking back so I'm really sorry to anyone um, who actually witnessed that (laughs) but the sad truth was I knew I wasn't okay and I knew I had to face some big big things that mentally I wasn't strong enough to do quite yet and honestly I have only told like a few people my kind of closest people how bad I felt at the time and how genuinely worried I was about myself like I actually remember like there was a particular week where I just was like not being myself and I remember sitting like thinking like I am actually fucked. Like, I remember thinking, I am never, ever going to feel how I used to feel. Like, this is me for life. I even, this might surprise you guys because I bang on about my friends all the time, but I even pushed my friends away for a period of time because I was acting so, 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 so out of character with no real explanation. Like, my friends just generally thought it was a suitcase. So I think everyone was getting a bit like, oh my God, is this suitcase going to rule your life? 
I wasn't being honest in the fact that no something deeper was going on. So yeah, I was even pushing people away. I was I was in a pretty bad way. Oh, I just got a wee glass of water there. This is uh, really drying on the mouth recording a podcast. If something to bear in mind if you ever do it yourself. Anyway, back to where I was. Thankfully, over time, I reached re- realization that I simply could not go on like this. I have to face these issues head on. Like, I definitely knew I needed a change. I knew how I was currently living, which was like working too much, putting too much pressure on myself, not being happy with my appearance, being in a super complacent relationship. That way of living just wasn't working anymore. So baby step by baby step, I plucked up the courage to make some changes. Guys, my belly button part. I changed it the other day and I think I fucked it up. It's dead sore. I'll be honest, I had to put it lightly, fuck up with some work things to learn that, do you know what, it's okay to have periods of times where you can't do it all and it's actually even more okay to put your health before work and before money and before success. Like, If you don't have your health and your happiness, genuinely what is the point in having any of those other things? I'll be honest, I had to put it lightly, fuck up with some work things to learn that, do you know what, it's okay to have periods of times where you can't do it all. And it's actually even more okay to put your health before work and before money and before success like if you don't have your health and your happiness genuinely what is the point in having any of those other things I also started making some time for myself I realized and got over this fear I've always had of saying no to plans like see if you're too tired or see if now and again you just simply cannot be asked to see people to socialize to leave the house it is fine to say no it is fine to take time to yourself to relax recharge and just be a wee bit selfish for a wee minute Next is a biggie, I dyed my hair orange, red, copper, auburn, whatever you want to call this colour. And honestly, this hair has done bits for me. It might be just hair to you, but to me, it's a turning point. A turning point, that's the only way I can explain this hair. And genuinely, ever since having it, I weirdly have started to feel so like me, which is which is really confusing because I think this hair was like so unlike me and it's actually led to me changing my style quite a lot. Like I feel like how I looked in summer versus how I looked now is pretty different. Like, yeah, I was wearing bikinis in summer and I'm not wearing bikinis in winter, but now I'm wearing like some... Guys, sometimes I look a bit grungy grungy Reagan being grungy I don't know I didn't see it coming either but it's really changed my style so it's kind of confusing that I feel more like me with the ginger hair because I actually look much less like me yeah who knows the science behind that one 
But I'll come out and say it. I'll come out and toot my own horn. I actually probably for the first time in my life feel pretty comfortable with my appearance. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not like applying for casting days down the local modelling agency or anything like that. I think I'll just keep as is. But I'm not like... When I re- rewind to earlier on in the year, I was like, I hate how I look. Like, I feel shit about myself. Like, I just was never content with how I looked and now I kind of am and it's a lovely 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 feeling I'd really recommend getting to that point with yourself and just being a wee bit nicer to yourself because it feels great and the final change and the one you're probably all waiting for me to say is my boyfriend and I called it quits and of course this was the hardest out of all of the above to do like trust me it was fucking rough it was oh oh my god when I like when I think back to it I just think like I feel so sad for us both having to go through that like breakups are genuinely so unbelievably sad like when I just get flashbacks to it like the conversations and like because we did actually end on nice terms it was just dead sad there wasn't like anger involved it was just like really emotional um really 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 emotional so it was really really rough and for a long time I questioned like had we done the right thing and like those initial few weeks are super confusing like one day you feel okay the next you're at rock bottom the next day you're like okay I made the right decision the next day you're like should I text and make a make this back up like it is super super confusing but over time I was finally at peace that I made the right decision in regards to our relationship I have said it on here plenty of times before, but I'll say it again. I was never in a toxic or unhealthy relationship with him. And I genuinely want the best for him. Like, hand on heart, I want him to have the world. And that's another reason why we had to break up. That's why it had to happen, because we didn't make each other as happy as you should be when you're going out with someone and we do both deserve to feel so loved and feel so appreciated and have those butterflies in your tummy so it is true what they say sometimes if you love someone let them go ow your earphone's getting caught in my earrings so that brings us on to the past few months If I had one word to describe the past few months, it is weird. Weird, weird, weird. Funky, bizarre, crazy, whirlwind, sometimes unsettling. I've been adjusting to a lot. That's a good word for it. I genuinely do feel like my life has completely flipped upside down and at the beginning I oh my god I could not find my feet I I could not find my feet I was like come to dump to just rolling about that wee bit of grass that he fell on however sorry me and these conjoining words I'm loving them today however I have spent the past few months just taking each day as it comes like literally for the first time in my life I haven't been 
planning my future. Like I've always been someone who's like, okay, in three months, I'll do that. In two years, I'll get proposed to. A year after that, I'll be getting married. Then two years later, I'll have kids. Blah, 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 blah. I always had my life planned out. Now, and I actually said this to Molly in a negative way, but this this way, I mean positive. I've actually just been living day to day. It's negative in a sense for me and Molly as in we're just really, really busy and can't keep up and we're like just focusing on waking up in the morning and getting back to bed at night. But in this sense, it's positive that I'm just like, okay, let's see what happens today. Like I'm not expecting... I'm not expecting these big life events anymore. I'm genuinely just going with the flow, which for me is so crazy. I couldn't even spell going with the flow a few months ago. Oh, I'm a poet and I don't know it. And an obvious, which everyone does after a breakup, I have focused all of that time and energy that used to go to someone else on myself. So... I just do things that I enjoy. Like, and don't get me wrong, like, if you're with someone, you are you should always, like, do things that they enjoy, even if you don't enjoy it so much. That's just, like, the basics of a relationship. But now, like, I just do things that I enjoy. I take care of myself. I do all these little small things that just genuinely make me happier. And you know what? I've been doing a lot, maybe a bit too much. I've been treating myself. But hey... If you don't treat yourself, who will when you're a single girl? And as cringy as it might sound, I do genuinely feel as if I have built a really good relationship with myself. It's hard to explain, but like, I'm so sure of myself. Like, I know inside out who I am. And maybe that's like obvious at this age, the grand old age of 24, maybe that should be an absolute given. But for some reason and I genuinely can't put it into words like at the moment I'm just like I know who I am I know what I want out of life I know what I deserve out of life I know what I'm capable of I know that on my own I am absolutely fine actually not even fine I am great like actually I I don't I, I never used to give myself much credit but like now when I look at it I'm like I literally do everything on my own. Like, I, I'm, I'm even self-employed. I don't even have a boss. I just, I am fine on my own. And I did not believe that for years and years and years of my life. So that's been like the biggest realisation and the nicest realisation. Like, I am absolutely fine as is because, uh, sorry, I should mention I am surrounded by amazing people in my life, like my family, my friends. I am obviously in a lucky position in life but the biggest realisation for me is realising that I am so fine on my own. I'm incredibly fine on my own and I do feel like for a large portion of 2022 I was really struggling with anxiety like there came a point where I was having like a complete breakdown to my mum and she said right okay like therapy like we're going to let's get you sorted with a therapist like I was obviously going to pay for it myself but we're going to find one and we're really going to turn that around and don't get me wrong I feel like everyone should have a therapist if they could like if you have the means to then why not like everybody could benefit from having a therapist but 
that was always kind of like my last resort because I mean I'd rather not spend the money on it I don't have like that much disposable income but that was definitely where we were at like I totally came honest to my mum about how terrible I felt and now when I think of that compared to how I feel now it's night and day and when I say I did not I really did not think I'd ever get to this position and oh my god because I've done an anxiety episode this season as well I spoke about just general kind of how I suffer with anxiety and also I have always really suffered badly with health anxiety guys the health anxiety is at bay is that what you call it like I mean it has really not been affecting my life recently and I came to the realization of it like a few months ago maybe like two months ago or something I was like oh my god I have not really been suffering from health anxiety anymore like I know I had a phone call with the doctors at the start of this podcast, but I was just a repeat prescription. I'm not phoning them, telling them I need an emergency appointment because I think I've got this new disease. The health anxiety, oh my God, it's like a genuine weight has been lifted off my shoulders. It's fantastic. And then that brings us to now, the season finale of season two. I am finishing 2022 in a way that I never imagined. Like, if you told me in January this is how the year would be finishing, I'd be ginger, I'd be single, I'd be not have really, really bad health anxiety and all the rest I've just explained, I would find that really, really hard to believe. But I am happy nonetheless I actually made a TikTok the other day like that we emotion we emotional one and it's like um hold tight you're put uh, hold tight you're slowly coming back to life gonna get your head up that was me singing birdie if you found that hard to guess um but yeah I made a wee TikTok to that and I just want to reiterate that I'm not happier now purely because I'm single I'm happier now because I tackled all of the problems that I had um internally and externally as in internally being my brain and externally being life um so yeah I just want to reiterate that like this isn't all like digs in my ex it's seriously seriously not I can't stress enough I just was in a bad place and I'm in a much better place now I am so excited to see what 2023 brings. I'm also a wee bit scared. I'm also like looking through my hands because I'm not going in there with any expectations. Like I'm not being like, right, okay, I think this is what's going to happen. No, because I have learned this year that life has so many curveballs, so many unexpected curveballs. You truly never know what to expect. But look, Whatever it is that's coming, I, I'm ready for you. And what I do know is I'm going in probably in the best mindset I've ever been in. I'm so happy with everything and everyone that's in my life right now. And I'm just so excited to see what the future brings for Megano. And once again, I just want to say a big, big thank you for listening to this full season of roller coasting. If you've been here, it means the absolute world. You guys generally do just feel like 
my wee therapist I suppose maybe I did get my therapist after all it's you guys I love just chatting here and catching up and spilling the goss and oversharing to the max it is absolutely crazy what buying a wee microphone can do for you and your wee heat so thanks for being on this journey with me once again we simply cannot finish the season without the biggest, 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 biggest thank you in the world to my editor, Tom. Not only my editor, also my friend who always gets the sad story before you do on here. He is just a wonderful, wonderful guy, a super talented guy, a super lovely guy. And rollercoaster simply wouldn't happen without Tom. So big round of applause for Tom. Woo! We love you. And I'll see you in season three. Yes, it'll be a season three. Of course it'll be a season three. Okay, bye guys. Have a great, have a great Christmas and a happy new year when it comes. Love you all. And if you take away anything from this season of roller coasting, it is Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that I figured why we fool around So little And we keep track of time Being so serious Idiots Thinking it will matter Keep me company downtown Before the clock runs out Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.